The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, the creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Hey guys, it's Gobby and welcome to What's Gobby Cooking in the Wild. We got a little bit of a facelift. If you're new here, I'm Gobby. I'm the founder of What's Gobby Cooking, a best-selling author and now a podcast host. What's Gobby Cooking in the Wild, which is the latest version of my podcast, is your one-stop shop for all your food and cooking questions. We'll be talking tips and tricks, how to store food, how to put together meals based on what's in your pantry and more. I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people and highlighting super cool small companies from the food world. So let's get right into it. This is What's Gobby Cooking in the Wild. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. I am so excited for today's podcast. We have one of my favorite humans joining us today. You might know her from her best-selling cookbooks. You might know her from her show on the Food Network. Put your hands together for one of my favorite humans, Katie Lee. We have known each other for ages. I mean, we've been friends like online before we met in real life. And then we met on set at the kitchen um, probably two-ish years ago and have been friends ever since. And we have mutual loves for Aperol spritzes, French fries, carbs, all the things. I cannot wait for COVID to be over so we can travel the world together. Spoiler alert, stay tuned to the very end of the interview because we basically come up with the most dream girls weekend getaway slash week slash like, let's just go somewhere for a month at this point. Right. So without further ado, meet one of my girlfriends, Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, good. I'm so happy to be talking to you. This might be your longest podcast ever because you and I can't stay on one topic and we just can talk for hours. I feel like the first time we did an Insta Live together, Instagram shut us down. Like, it's like, you guys have been live for an hour. It's time to wrap it up. (laughs) How are you feeling? I feel good. You know, for the most part, this has been a fairly easy pregnancy. I'm just really hot these days because it's uh, a hot, humid summer on the East Coast. So I mostly stay inside in the air conditioner. Today, though, rained, and I actually went and took a walk in the rain because I was so happy to be cool. Oh, my gosh. Just think, by the time you deliver, maybe it'll be turning to fall, and then you'll just be living your best fall life with oh. a baby. <laughs> I'll be out with a stroller walking. (laughs) Oh my God. So exciting. Exciting and scary at the same time because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. (laughs) I mean, what's going on with like pregnancy classes? Do you have to take them via Zoom? Found some classes online, like how to change a diaper, how to um, give a baby a bath, how to birth a baby. You're ready. You're ready. I'm doing all of those. I feel like that's ideal because all of my friends that have given birth pre-COVID, they always complained about going to like the six hour classes at the hospital. Like nobody wants to do that. So I think you're thriving. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can do it all from bed too. With a snack. With a snack. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I gave everyone a brief history of you at the top of the show before you signed on. But when I asked everyone on Instagram last week to ask questions about you and everything, everybody, including myself, wants to know how you got started in the food world. Since I was a little, little girl, I've been so obsessed with food. I don't ever remember a time when I didn't want to cook or eat or try everything or if there was a story on TV or in the paper about food, I was just into it as a kid. But I didn't think of it as a career because I thought the only job in food was to work in a restaurant. I didn't want to do that. So um, I went to college as a journalism major. And that was about the time that food started becoming more part of pop culture. And I was reading Food and Wine and Bon Appetit and Gourmet and reading food books and watching Food Network. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I could combine writing and food. And so my ultimate was to be a food journalist. That's what I wanted to do. And I graduated and started um, about a year later, a food blog with a friend. And this is like back in the dinosaur ages when blogs were just starting. And I didn't even really know what a blog was. She, I, re- I remember she came over, we were going to take some pictures of our food and she brought a piece of white poster board because she had uh, been a prop stylist assistant. And she's like, I don't know. I always see them holding this. <laughs> like a bounce card. <laughs> yeah, We didn't know anything that we were doing <laughs> at all. And we just had fun with it. I think maybe 10 people read it. But from that, I started getting other things. I started getting little gigs here and there, whether it was a magazine writing or I started to do little food segments and it just turned into more and more. And I just kept at it. And I feel like you probably just immersed yourself in the food world. Like you read all the things there were to read and like you watched all the TV shows and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just was really into it. And I had intentions of going to culinary school. I was actually enrolled and then had a freak out. I don't know what I want from this and I'm going to invest all this money and time into it. And I, I don't know what I want the end result to be. So I didn't go. And even though I feel like I have my dream job now, there is part of me that thinks, oh, I wish I had just done it. Condensed school together one day for like a weekend in Italy or like a month. I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) So into that. You had me in Italy. (laughs) It's fine. Doesn't matter any of the details. We'll go. Let's go. How did the kitchen come about? Lived in New York for a long time now. And I was toying with the idea of moving to Los Angeles. I'd gone there for a month to see how I liked it. And it was towards the end of my month. And my agent called me and said, there's this new show, The Kitchen. Well, it wasn't even called The Kitchen then. It didn't even have a name. But there's a show that Food Network is casting for you should come back. And I said, I don't really want to come back. They, I've tried to get a show with them for seven years and they have told me, no, I'm not going to fly back early. And he said, Katie, get your butt on a plane and come home early. I said, okay, fine. (laughs) So I went and the kitchen casting, it was multiple times. And each time you'd go and there'd be 20 or 30 people there and they'd be putting different groups of people together to chemistry test. And I went that first day and they had us each make peanut butter sandwich. And they had all these different kinds of fancy peanut butters and jams and spreads and all this. And I used white bread, creamy peanut butter and grape jelly (laughs) because that was what I always wanted my mom to make for me. And she never would make me a good, 
she always used like the awful whole grain natural, bread, natural yeah. <laughs> separated oil, peanut butter. And I made that and they gave me a train ticket and <laughs> sent me home because oh. it was in New Jersey. And I called and my agent and I was like, well, I definitely didn't get it because they sent me home. I was the first person to go home. And he called them and they said, no, we really liked her. And that's why we didn't want to keep her around for the day. <laughs> we thought we'd <laughs> go. <laughs> but I was so sure that I wasn't going to get it. Oh my and gosh. Then, um, it took months, but I, I got it. And can't believe I said to my husband, Ryan the other day, like it's going to be seven years this year that that show has been on. That's insane and incredible. And I remember when it came on, there was nothing else like it. Like it was the first food kind of talk show. And you guys like the cast does have so is it the cast or what do you guys call yourselves? I'd say the cast. Like you guys have such incredible chemistry. And I don't think a lot of people realize how much chemistry testing goes into it, like ensemble cast like that. How many iterations, like how many times did you guys get together to like shoot the shit or just talk about it while people were watching? They really took a lot of time to put us together. Yeah. And it works. And and I love those people. We've all become so close. Yeah, it's family. And we have our little um, text group. We text each other all the time. So sweet. They're just great people. They're like my family now. I feel like it's such a cohesive team because I I know when I came on the show and I know many people else who have come on as guests, like it feels very comfortable. And that is not the case as I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, like you've been on other shows as a guest, like it's not always the case. (laughs) No, (laughs) you don't always feel welcome. I'm glad that you feel that way as a guest because I, you know, I don't know how somebody feels coming on. When you came on, I was like, oh, I like this girl. My mom was your big fan. (laughs) And my mom was always telling me how much she loved what's Gabby cooking. And then I said, mom, Gabby's coming on our show. And and that's where we met for the first time. And then we became like best friends online. And now the rest is history. (laughs) Yes, I was like a total uh, Insta crush on you. And now we're friends. We bonded over (laughs) French fries and spritzes. And now here we are. Okay, so talk to us about cooking on TV as opposed to cooking in real life and how different it is. The best part of cooking on TV is that someone else grocery shops and does the dishes. (laughs) If I could have that in real life, I feel like my life would be so easy. We'd all have made it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like these little elves are in the kitchen and they chop everything up for you and prep it all. And then we just get to walk in and cook it. But as far as like recipe goes, like those are all your ideas that they're executing and then you do on camera. Yes. So we have a great culinary producer. His name's Tim Macklin. And we will talk and he'll say, okay, well, we're going to do the theme of the show. It's going to be supermarket fixes. So what's something that you could pick up at the supermarket, say a rotisserie chicken? What would you do with it? Or what would you do with pre-chopped butternut squash? And then we'll talk about and pick three or four different ideas. And then he'll kind of put together which ones uh, sound the best to, for everybody to make. And the, and the team of producers work with him as well. And they all craft it together and then they'll come back to us and say, all right, we're going to go with your idea for butternut squash risotto. And so then I come up with the recipe for it, send it in. I mean, it's a huge puzzle. There's so much that goes into producing an hour long TV show that I don't think anybody sees. The backstory of it is just like so much work. Right. There's so many people. There's 70 to 80 people who work on every episode. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. And I think everybody thinks that they just turn on the TV and it's winging it, (laughs) winging it. Well, so how has that transition been to you guys are all like, I feel like you guys are one of the first shows that went virtual and like did it via Zoom. And it's so much fun to watch because it's just so different. I think you guys and Re Pioneer Woman are just like crushing it on Food Network. Killing it. Killing it. Our kids are doing a great job. If filming. someone doesn't put a reality show together of her whole family, that's a real missed opportunity. <laughs> I want to go quarantine there. So do I. Let's go. We can do that after culinary school. She posted that 3.30 a.m. The boys got up to take the horses and, and the sun's rising. And I think yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, maybe not the 3.30 a.m., but like I'm down to help raise cattle. <laughs> yeah, and I'm certainly down to eat the the meal that happens after the cattle wrangling, whatever it is they do out there. She knows how to live. But so when you guys decided to go virtual, what does that look like in terms of the pr- production? Like, do you still have the whole team working remotely? Well, it's a much smaller team now. So now um, it's just a few producers and our culinary producer. We Zoom while we're filming. So all of our spouses have and families have taken over filming duties. So Ryan is filming me, lighting me, (laughs) miking me, you know, the whole thing. And I make him be on camera some as well. He's (laughs) good. Whenever I say, come around, you come have a bite. He looks at me and he's like, I want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is what you signed up for, man. It's what happens yeah. when you're married. <laughs> Get over here and take a bite. So it's certainly different. It takes more time in the sense that normally when I film a segment in studio, it's about 20 minutes to film a segment. Now it's about three hours to film one. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. By the time we get set up. Well, I should say it was three hours at the beginning where we've gotten a lot faster now. Now it's probably two hours. We figured out how to streamline everything. So we go pretty quickly now. And mostly like the time is like the setup of putting everything in the ramekins and getting all the things that the culinary team usually does. I mean, it's so cool to watch what you see on TV now, but I feel like I would be so sad if I didn't get to eat Sunny's like mac and cheese or whatever she's making. Like, yeah. I, like it's just not, you don't get the same, like, you're not just like vibing off of them quite as hard. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely different to um, carry the segment the whole time and not have the back and forth chatter. Yeah. And I, I love getting to, to be together. So, but at the same time, I love being home. You know, I'm a complete homebody. Getting to be pregnant and work from home is definitely a bonus. Yeah, it's true. Announced your pregnancy. Were we already in quarantine? No, it was actually, I announced it in February, end of February. We were filming the kitchen when I announced. And I remember people just starting to talk about it at the kitchen and thinking I was nuts because I was going, you guys, this is coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> and everyone was like, okay, Katie. <laughs> and then I remember like saying to the producers, what are you going to do next month when we come back? Are there going to be temperature checks? Yeah. And everyone was like, what are you talking you about? so ahead of the game. So ahead of the game. I'm buying toilet paper already and Clorox, like literally stopping 
after filming at the Target in Jersey City to load up. <laughs> I remember and a couple weeks later. Yeah, we sh- and I remember uh, you were like one of the last people I talked to before Thomas and I shut it down. And you were packing up your guys's place in New York, and I was driving home, I think, from the mall. And I was like, "What are we doing?" And you're like, "We're out." And I was like, "Okay, well, I think we'll shut it down too, just to be safe." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I then it like- went silent. <laughs> yeah. And I remember picking up Ryan from work. It was a Friday. Our plan was to come to the Hamptons for the weekend and he was going to go back to work on Monday. I was going to stay out here and he left everything on his desk. And now that was in March and he's never been back to the office. And we say it's like Chernobyl, like his desk, his office, everything's still just the exactly same. the same as it was. And it will None be. I had any idea what was in store. We all thought it would be like a couple of weeks, but we're going on month five. <laughs> Yes. I was like buying cans of spinach because I thought, well, for two weeks, I'll have this. Never ate cans of spinach, by the way. I mean. I actually just dropped them all off at the Sag Harbor Food Pantry. I was going to say, you could make like a big ass batch of spinach dip for when you're like breastfeeding or something and just like (laughs) hose that. Oh, man, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Okay, before we get into some like fun Ryan pregnancy stuff, what is your favorite dish you've ever made? I think I know your answer, but I want I want you to say it. (laughs) You know what? It's Thanksgiving. Oh, I love that. I love to cook Thanksgiving dinner. I love to make a turkey and I love cornbread stuffing. And mashed potatoes and gravy all over everything. I thought you were going to say the zucchini pasta from Italy. Oh, I do love that. But I'd rather <laughs> they make it for me. <laughs> Touche. What are you guys going to do for Thanksgiving this year? That's a really good Like, question. will you still do a turkey or a turkey breast or something Probably like that? turkey breast. Yeah. yeah. We'll have it and do it small. Yeah, but um, you still need that gravy. figure out, like, will we get to see our family? Like, will they get to come up? And, yeah. Like, what will things look like and we'll just wait and see yeah but you still need that thanksgiving dinner because it's so important to you gonna have to do that yeah i mean life without gravy at least once or twice a year is just not worth living i mean listen where i'm from we had gravy all the time (laughs) it's like i'm in a gravy drought these days (laughs) remember when we did our first insta live where we're like let's do thanksgiving in april and we never did it and that was a real was a real loss (laughs) We ate Thanksgiving in April. I made it. You did? I I got a turkey breast. Oh, my gosh. And and I had made cornbread. And I was like, ooh, we'll just make a little cornbread. Full nine yards. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) Wow. I love Thanksgiving. One day when we're out of quarantine, we'll host Friendsgiving together and cook all the things. Oh, my gosh. Your Friendsgiving looks Epic. I just need you to be in the same city. I mean, not even the same state. You could, no, no I don't care. You can be anywhere in California. I'll be in New York. We're going to make this work, but like, we we'll do like a big epic. Once it's safe to breathe other people's breath, we can have a <laughs> <laughs> well, We can all be in the same room. I can't wait again. to breathe other people's breath. <laughs> <laughs> I like want to be on a hot, sweaty dance floor. Oh my God. Sure. I, I haven't been clubbing in years, but I'll happily go. Yeah, never would have interested me before. <laughs> now I'm like, please like sweat on me. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so your third cookbook comes out next spring. Fourth, fourth, fourth cookbook. cookbook. Oh my gosh, yeah. fourth cookbook. When was the last one? I think it was 2015. Five yeah, years ago. 2015. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, I said I didn't want to do them anymore. I was yep. like, I'm done. And then, you know, it starts to creep back and you're like, maybe I should do a book. <laughs> yep. So I and, decided. And we also have the best editor ever, Holly. Yes, we do. We share the best editor. Holly is amazing. And I just think that the whole team there is so good. My last book was Endless Summer and I, I really loved working with them. So doing it again, it's going to be called It's Not Complicated. Love and, that. Yes. And it's inspired by the movie It's Complicated. I decided to do a little spin on that because I'm so obsessed with Nancy Myers movies. She's, and she's I basically want to live in one. Yeah. Um, so I started thinking like, well, what kind of food would they all eat? Like I thought about Diane Keaton and something's got to give uh, wearing her cream turtleneck sweater which I wore a cream turtleneck sweater for the cover. And, and um, I thought about, you know, what would she make? Well, I remembered her making the spaghetti with clams. So I did a recipe like that. Meryl Streep in It's Complicated making those chocolate croissants. I did a chocolate croissant bread pudding. Oh my God. So it's like a couple of things like that that fit to the movies. But that was just the, the idea of her films just look like everything just happened and so beautiful. I want a meal that just kind of happens like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so it comes out next spring. Yes. And are you guys done shooting it? No. (laughs) So we were halfway through shooting it when COVID happened and we got shut down. So what's going to happen? They're going to go back to shooting on Monday and I will, I will virtually be a part of it. So I will be there um, via Zoom um, (laughs) watching as the shots happen, which is actually what we were doing because it was the week leading up to the shutdown in New York City. Holly and I talked about it and we both just didn't feel comfortable with me being pregnant and going and being around everybody in the studio. There were cases starting in New York and we, so we just didn't want to do it. And I was doing everything virtually leading up to it as well. That's great then. Very, very strange. And luckily we had done one day in the fall of shots, all of me. So we already had those. We were, our plan was to do another day this summer at farm stands and things like that, but not going to happen. Not going to happen. But you have you, you probably have cover options. You're solid. Thank goodness we have cover options and my cream turtleneck sweater. Oh my God. So chic. (laughs) Do you follow her on Instagram? Oh my gosh. Did you see her make tacos the other day? No, but I watched her belt thing happen a couple days ago and I just, I just think she's the queen. She is. There's no one better on Instagram than her. You have to go back and watch her make tacos. Is it saved? I laughing. Okay, yeah. I will. She's, she's like, I'm using Sargento cheese. I love Sargento. <laughs> I love her. She's like, these are the best tacos. Oh my God. I'm literally doing this the second we hang up. She is a hoot. So I have lots of fun, rapid fire, silly questions. What is the first cocktail you're going to have post baby? I was 100% sure it was going to be a margarita. And then a few days ago, I'm going spritz. Aperol or Campari? Yeah, Aperol. Oh, God. 
Uh, the su- drink like, of summer. So much hurt. Yeah. Endless <laughs> summer. It's like your, it should be your, your drink of choice forever. It's really the best. <laughs> yes. I just want like a, a big sippy cup of it. And what about what's the one food you'll have post-pregnancy that you haven't been eating now? Um, deli turkey. <laughs> I remember you saying how much you missed deli turkey a few months ago. (laughs) Love a deli turkey sandwich. So many people wrote me and were like, you can microwave the turkey and be fine. Who wants to eat microwave deli turkey? No, it's like rubbery then. Oh, no, no. Um, Who cooks more? You or Ryan on the run regular? You do. But he cooks well. He is. Yeah, he's really good. And the last couple of weeks really revved it up because he knows by the end of the day, I'm tired and he cooks dinner for me. He made steaks last night that were amazing. What a gem. Can he teach Thomas? <laughs> Thomas not cook? No, Thomas doesn't cook. Thomas? No, he doesn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Does he do dishes? He doesn't load the dishwasher properly and he doesn't think I do it properly either. Uh-huh. So it's got to be like one of us or none of us. Like it's not, <laughs> we're not a good, we're not a good team in the kitchen, just elsewhere. Um, who has been the biggest food influence on you in your career? My grandma was always my biggest food influence. I mean, that's who taught me how to cook and made me love it so much. Did you guys ever cook together? Uh, we did. Yeah. I mean, growing up and then when I did my first book, she came to New York and was in the book with me no. and made her biscuits. And oh so I have God, those great grandma. pictures. So of us together. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so special. Are those in the book? I clearly don't have it. I need they, it. They are. I mean, that book's from 2008. So it's been a while. <laughs> we didn't know each other back then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's available anymore. <laughs> um, you can get a used copy from a library. Uh, <laughs> that's probably it. Uh, yeah. So the pictures are in there and I, just so special to have those. And she passed away this summer and I feel like being able to cook her recipes. That's the way to have the connection. It's such a nice tribute to them. That's really special. Favorite comfort food? There's so many, but I guess I would say her biscuits and gravy. Will you make that for me one day? Yes, absolutely. Adam, you know, my food stylist, Adam, makes these like green cheddar chili biscuits with like a chipotle gravy that I feel like are right up your alley and you need... I know. Feels very on brand for you. We've gravy's gotten a lot of play in this podcast. I, I, I mean, like it, we're just going to call it gravy with Katie. <laughs> 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 it feels right. So one of the questions someone sent in on Instagram, you had posted something. I thought it was very beautiful as well. How much you love your body and are so comfortable during pregnancy, which I think a lot of women really struggle with. And they wanted to know why. And I think a lot of people want to know why or how or what you're doing. Obviously love to eat. And I have not cared about what weight I'm gaining. I've tried to be healthy and I'm making sure that I get all my fruits and vegetables and my proteins and eat my omegas so that I have everything that nurtures the baby. But I am living my best life. I am really enjoying it. And this is the most comfortable I've ever felt in my body. I, I don't have any of those moments where I look in the mirror or like, you know how you like sometimes sit and pinch your arm fat yes. and think like, oh, has it gotten bigger? <laughs> um, it's been really nice to not think about any of that for the last eight months. That's incredible. Um, I just think like this is the time to enjoy. And you look hot. Oh, thank you. You do. You do. <laughs> 
No, no, you're just glowing and you can tell how happy you are. I'm just happy. You know, I, this, it wasn't easy for me to get pregnant. And I think I'm just so happy to be pregnant. And so I feel so lucky that I get to do this. I just am enjoying it. Like really just comfortable. Like I'll put on my little triangle bathing suit that I wore last year and go sit in the backyard. And you should. And I don't care. Also, you need a little bit of a tan. Like you got to tan that bod. (laughs) Exactly. Get a tan. And I figure I'll deal with it later. And I want to get back in shape. I've exercised through the whole pregnancy. So I know that I'm healthy. I've probably gained like 40, 45 pounds. You look incredible. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. This is. I know someone who gained 85, 90 pounds. So like you're just a drop in the bucket compared to. It's just nature and just enjoying it. Your body takes care of itself. Exactly. Exactly. And I think also like having a partner makes me feel good too is a big part of it. And like having someone who makes me feel like I'm beautiful no matter what is really a a big part of it. Speaking of Ryan, how did you guys meet? We um, had a a really um, illicit affair. Uh, (laughs) Is that a uh, reference to Taylor Swift's new album? Oh, is that a song? Oh my God, yes. (laughs) Well, I didn't know we were listening to the album today, but I didn't look at the the names. It's okay, you don't need to. Just text me. I know all the words and all the names because I'm a lunatic. Anyways, (laughs) continue about your illicit affair. (laughs) So he was a producer on my travel show, Beach Bites, the first season of it. And I remember showing up to the first production meeting and being like, oh, he's really cute. This could be a problem. (laughs) Then we left and went on the road. The first location was Mexico. And I remember just thinking he was so cute. And one night he walked me to my room and he had, he was carrying all my bags from the day's shoot. I remember he just like stuck his arm and then was like, here's your stuff and turned and ran away. And I was like, oh, I guess, you know, there's no flirtation happening here. (laughs) And then slowly we started flirting and we, you know, one thing led to another (laughs) and we had our secret romance on the road. And it was kind of like being on The Bachelor because every couple days we were in a different beach location. We were going to St. Bart's and Puerto Vallarta and Puerto Rico and all this. And so it was really hot. And (laughs) I thought that would be it, that we would just nice romance. And then we got back to New York and I was like, I think I actually really like him. Yeah. And kept going. And who would have ever thought we would end up getting married and now having a baby? Oh, my God. I love that story. Your own mini bachelor. (laughs) I accepted the rose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love Ryan. I've only ever met him on Zoom, but he is such a gem. Tell how much he loves you. You guys are such a perfect match. It feels like, you know, I always feel like that watching you and Thomas, you all are such a match. And I feel like that Thomas and Ryan are going to be friends. They're going to be best friends. I can't wait till this happens. (laughs) I can't wait till we're hanging out at the pool together (gasps) and you're pulling pizzas out of that pizza oven of yours. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be living our very best lives. so ready. Um, okay. A couple more game show style questions because I, I know you will know good answers for these. 
considering our past text messages. If you were one housewife on Bravo, who would you be? I've been really into Kyle lately. What about her bangs? Do you like her bangs? I I like no bangs. Okay, fair. But you'll still be her friend. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Did you ever like Yolanda from back in the day? Oh, yeah. I liked Yolanda. So you would be Kyle. I know what my tagline would be. Tell us. My tagline would be, I'm not one to start trouble, but I'll always stir the pot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not one to cause drama, but I'll always stir the pot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Send it in to Andy Cohen. Real Housewives (laughs) of the Hamptons coming 2021. I would be the most boring housewife they ever had. So would I. It would not. We'd just be like no drama and eating. Be like, we're just going to drink hair and makeup. (laughs) We're just going to wear sweats. (laughs) You want to wear heels? Hard pass. They're always so glam. So glam. Could you imagine if you could travel? Okay, well, here's a question. If you could travel one place in the world today, COVID didn't exist, where would you go? I'd go to Italy. And would you bring a glam squad? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) When you travel, do you put any makeup on? Not really. I mean, even if I could afford to bring people with me to do my hair and makeup, I don't think I'd want to. Like, I don't want to sit. Take two hours a day doing that. When we were doing the cover for my book shoot, it was three hours of hair and makeup. And I can't do that when I'm on the beach somewhere. No, no. I There's too, too many things to do. Okay, so Italy would be your top place to go. And then what's one place on your bucket list that you've never been before that you want to go to? I really want to go to Singapore. I want to eat at the hawker market. Yes, I'll go with you. Um, At a restaurant coming towards the end of your meal, would you rather order another savory dish like pasta, pizza, or a dessert? Mm, if I still had room, I would rather get savory. But if you're and running out. <laughs> for dessert, I'd like to just go out for ice cream. There's Froyo in the Hamptons? Yes, there's a great place called Buda Berry. And I'm very sad that I've not gotten to go there. They don't deliver? No, it's one of those self-serve. Oh. And I envisioned myself pregnant and going there making the biggest frozen yogurt creations concoction. And here I am. No, no, no Buddha Buddha what else? 2020. What else? <laughs> so upsetting. <laughs> Harry Potter or Game of Thrones? Harry Potter. Favorite way to eat avocados? Guacamole. Taylor Swift or Beyonce? Oh, gosh, you can't choose. I- it depends on the mood. I know it's true, especially with Taylor's new album. It's very fall. Favorite Girl Scout cookie? Samoa. We're oddly similar. Okay. And then last question, favorite TV show that you've watched recently during quarantine that you're obsessed with? I love Dead to Me. I already finished that. And right now we're watching Yellowstone. Oh my God. We just, do you have to turn the um, subtitles on? No, but we have to turn the volume way up. (laughs) They kind of mumble. They kind of mumble. I had to turn the subtitles on. I just started also. I don't know where I've been for three seasons. It's amazing. Isn't it good? I'm dying to go to Montana. Okay. What about Wyoming? I'll go there too. I want to like ride horses around. Have you ever heard of the ranch at Rock Creek in Montana? Ranch at Rock Creek? No. Our plan was to go there, you know, like April, May. Obviously, we didn't go. It looks so insane. It's my dream trip. Let's do that, Wyoming, and then go visit Ree at the ranch, and we'll just fulfill all our horse fantasies. Done. Can we tack on Amangiri? Yeah. And, and then, and then, like maybe let's just finish it off at Blackberry Farms. Done. <laughs> Love. Talk about gravy, Blackberry Farm. Oh, really? Have you been before? I have. I went there a few years ago and taught a cooking weekend. They have guest chefs come in and do weekends. We should do that, Gabby. We should. It was so fun. Um, We did Mother's Day and my mom and I went. 
and the food was so good. Wait, this is an actual idea we need to do. What if we just did like a Katie Gobby retreat in 2021, 2022 when everyone's safe and people can come and we can just drink wine and cook together and like go bow and arrow shooting. I don't know. What are the activities you do? Great idea. This is a great idea. I think that has to happen. We're putting it into the ether 2021. Put it out there. Put it out there. Vision board it. Yeah. My vision board will just look like stalker of you. Like it'll be like pictures of me and you in all different locations. (laughs) Don't worry. I won't cut your eyes out or anything. That's hysterical. I need one of those just to give me a daily laugh. Well, Bobby and I be eating. <laughs> it's a what's Bobby and Katie eating? No carb left behind extravaganza. <laughs> nothing sounds better to me. These 45 pounds will be nothing on that. <laughs> no. What were we talking about the other day? I don't remember, but I was just like, after a weekend, like after a long weekend, we both were like, you're definitely up 10 pounds after a long weekend if you're eating. Well, we like, were talking about that I knew someone who only gained 16 pounds oh, pregnant. Yeah. We were like, we were like, that's the holiday. That's season me after Don Antonio's. That's upsetting. <laughs> we have to go to Don Antonio when you when all this is over. Too. We have so many plans. We just need a solid year together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, on that note, I just feel like that we couldn't end it any better. We covered all of our dream trips and Don Antonio's. So <laughs> always end it on Don Antonio. Oh my gosh. Tell everybody where they can find you if they don't already follow you. Um, they can follow me at Katie Lee Kitchen on Instagram. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll have another IG live of yes. the two of us. Oh my god, pre-baby. Yes, exactly. And then you guys, her cookbook comes out next spring, but don't worry, I'll remind you one thousand times before then. <laughs> You're the very best. I love you. Love you. I'm I so happy. You. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay, talk to you soon. Super fun. All right, that's a wrap on Katie. If you guys don't already follow her, you absolutely should. She is truly a gem and about to be a mom. So go tune into her Instagram. She's great. We do IG lives together every once in a while. You're going to love her. All right, that's it for today's What's Gobby Cooking in the Wild. Be sure to tune in for new episodes on Mondays. And if you have any questions you want answered, give us a call at 1-888-338-4429 and leave me a voicemail. Or if you know a super cool small company that you want to be highlighted, let me know in the voicemail as well. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen and follow along with What's Gobby Cooking on Instagram and Twitter. And for more recipes, check out my website, whatsgobbycooking.com. See you guys very soon.